You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring the Roman Catholic Archbishop of Singapore, Archbishop William Goh. If you, in your turn, had only understood on this day the message of peace, but alas, it is hidden from your eyes. My dear brothers and sisters, these words of Jesus addressed to the Jewish people is addressed to us all, more so in our time, because we know that the situation in the world can be quite precarious because of fierce competition among nations for supremacy, for economic, political and military power. And most of all, the attempt to impose philosophies on other countries. My dear brothers and sisters, there can be no peace in this world when we are individually self-orientated or even a very narrow form of nationalism. So long as we do not regard the world as one humanity, that all of us have a share in the wealth of this world, of this earth, and that we promote the common good of everyone, and not just ourselves, and neither for our people only, there can be no peace. There will always be resentment, suspicions, and most of all, it will lead to wars. And that is truly destructive. That is why sometimes everybody is speaking of peace, but people are preparing for war all the time, increasing armament, and trying to outdo the other, especially in terms of military power instead of using all these resources to build society, to better the world. But what to do? The world is blind. Blind because they are only concerned with themselves. And that was the whole situation in today's first reading as well, where we read from the book of Maccabees, King Antiochus, like some nations today, wanting to impose their beliefs or their philosophy on others. King Antiochus were persecuting the Jews and their religion. He wanted to unite the country, and he thought that unity in the country means homogeneity in terms of culture, in terms of state religion, in terms of Values, And yet, my dear brothers and sisters, in trying to impose his will on the people, forcing them to convert, forcing them to apostatize, what he brought about was greater division and resentment. He failed to realize that there is one thing which all leaders 
both political and religious leaders must always understand. Religion is something of the heart, not so much of the head. It does not mean to say, therefore, that, re- that religion has no uh, intelligibility there is, but yet it is basically an experience of the heart. When a person has encountered God in a religious experience, that person will be convicted. That person would be ready even to sacrifice his life for God. And so, you know, my dear brothers and sisters, it is very important, therefore, that we must be always discerning and be sensitive to people of other faith, respect, sensitivity of what people believed in. This is very important for peace. Trying to impose our faith on others would only invite not only uh, rebellion, but violence. And that was what happened. Because those Jews that, were, that conformed to the decrees of the king, those who apostatized, these were people in the first place. They had no faith. It is true. Those without faith were compromised because of the, their interests in themselves. Sometimes they get promoted, sometimes they get money, they get favors. But those who are true to their faith would even die and even gone to the extreme of being fanatical. That's why fanatics, they're always the result of feeling um, angry with those people who have no respect for their beliefs. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, this is an important lesson for us all to learn. And what is even more important for us is to recognize that Jesus, he wants to bring peace to all. And this peace comes about when we adhere to the gospel values. You notice that Jesus, when he preached of peace, he is always inclusive. He cares for the Gentiles. He cared for the Syrophoenician woman whose daughter was possessed. He reached out to the centurion and healed the servant. And Jesus was always very inclusive in the way he dealt even with people of other faith. Jesus was a man who preached non-violence, renunciation of violence. Jesus came to show us that the way to peace is one of humble service. And that was the way that Jesus showed us. Unfortunately, my dear brothers and sisters, even the Jews did not understand. And so today's prophecy about the destruction of Jerusalem, we can see and feel the sorrow 
of Jesus because he was prophetic about the end of the temple. He said, yes, a time is coming when your enemies will raise fortifications all round you, when they will circle you and hem you on every side. They will dash you and the children inside your walls to the ground. And that was exactly what happened to Jerusalem in AD 70. When Jerusalem was sacked by the Romans and the temple was destroyed, totally brought to the ground. And today there is no more temple in Jerusalem. What you have is just the wailing wall that was left. And simply because the Jews did not take heed of the advice of Jesus. In truth, when the Romans conquered the world from AD 28 to about 180 or so, the world came under the Roman Empire. And in truth, the Roman Empire was doing very well because they had this principle of Pax Romana, the peace of Rome, where all are respected, all religions are respected. And there was actually economic prosperity. All those countries, nations that came under Rome, So the Roman rule actually brought about peace and unity in that part of the world. But the Jews wanted autonomy. The Jews wanted independence. They were not content just to live at peace with the Roman conquerors. They were planning to revolt against Rome. And that is why the time came when the Roman emperor destroyed Jerusalem. That's why Jesus said, if only you knew the way to peace. Peace can come about only through dialogue, only through mutual understanding, only through our concern for the common good of everyone. That is why, my dear brothers and sisters, today's scripture readings Truly, is a good reminder for us all. Those in public office, whether political or religious, that we must respect. First and foremost, religions must respect those in authorities. Civil authorities, as St. Paul, St. Peter, always tell us, we need to respect those who are in authority, over us. And we need to pray for our leaders so that they will be good leaders, just and compassionate, so that there will be peace in the country. But at the same time, political leaders, civil leaders, must always recognize the place of religion in society. Trying to be uh, hostile to religions will do no good for the country. It will only destroy the country Trying to marginalize religions from public space will only create fanatical people of faith. So that is the reason why we must always engage all religion as what we are doing. 
It is only when we engage and there is common sharing and dialogue and everybody at the end of the day, if we are truly good political and religious leaders, all of us will want to work for the common good of all, not just for our own national, our own national, our own nation, but for the world. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Grace, Archbishop William Goh. This podcast is brought to you by Catholic SG Radio.